Welcome to Beyond the Field, your property finance and general discussion podcast series powered by Money Empire. We're a team of financial advisors here to help you tick off your property and finance goals. When we say Beyond the Field, we mean this to be beyond whatever field you're used to. So kick back, relax and enjoy the podcast. My name's Kane, and I've got Elisa Barton with me, who is a superstar advisor here at Money Empire. Actually, was named Young Gun, one of the Young Gun Advisors of the Year. So, welcome, Lisa, back on. Thank you. Thanks for having me back on. So today, I wanted to get you on because you are definitely a first-time buyer guru, and I know that um, you're a working mum. So, what I wanted to do is, and we've had a little bit of feedback on this from our podcast, is talk around. Um, obtaining a mortgage if you are a single parent on one income because we know how hard it is just to get a mortgage in general so I thought I'd get your thoughts on this what you're seeing um, ways to make yourself look better to a credit provider or a bank uh, if you are on a one income or, or a solo parent yeah so I've been seeing a lot of this lately as well and I've been seeing people posting in some like first-time buyer pages around hey I earn this I'm a single parent um, I get child support etc now I think that when it comes down to being obviously single parent that can also determine the level of lending that the banks will I guess potentially lend you for a first home which may not necessarily be in the ideal kind of loca- location that you're looking to purchase in. But I think from the bank size, I think if you can provide really good clear account conduct um, from, say, three to six months back from when you go to apply, try and have minimal or no short-term debt if possible. So short-term debt would be credit cards, overdrafts, higher purchases, even potentially student loans, as because that can affect your ability as well. Uh, also, being a single parent, you might use afterpay or lay-by often to help kind of balance the purchases that you may need. It could be for a kid's birthday or Christmas, etc. So limiting those expenses as well because the banks will look at that um, as a like a liability as such um, and, and forecast and go back for the last six months of those purchases. I think as well, a lot of people question around what income can be factored. So if you're working, that's great. Um, they can also factor in family tax credits and some banks will accept child support or we can mitigate that. So making notes around you get child support as well, which can help. And um, the other thing I think would be being disciplined in savings. I know some people out there might not be really good at saving. You know, that's okay. That comes with habit and building habit. But if you feel like you're always going into dipping into your savings, why not put that into your KiwiSaver? Because you can use your KiwiSaver for your first home. Um, and that might help kind of build that habit because you can't touch it until you buy your first home. So if you're not very disciplined and not touching your savings, um, or if you find you're dipping into it on a regular basis, then why not put it in your KiwiSaver to help build that up? So those kind of be my, I guess, off the bat kind of um, ideas or strategies to help you kind of get to the point in, um, when it comes to applying for a mortgage. Cool. That's really helpful. I think... Um, Anybody's journey of obtaining mortgage starts with, um, okay, cool. What does, um, one, the house purchase look like, i.e. how much is that going to be? Two, what is my deposit? And then three, what can I debt service? So if all that comes together and that the actual purchase price that you want to buy at is not realistic, 
you've got to obviously drop your expectations down and start somewhere or get into something. So it might be exactly what you're talking about, looking in different areas, suburbs, um, whatever it may be to change price points. But um, if on your income uh, and your other um, supplement incomes that come in can service that house that you do want, but your deposit may be a bit short, can family help out with a deed of acknowledgement, a debt or a gift around deposit to help you get into that or a buyout, whatever that may be. Um, so there's all these different factors that can go into play. But Lisa, would one thing, would it, would you say about being realistic around what can happen and what you can do, i.e. if your mortgage repayment is 1000 a week, um, can that be real, in real life, can that be serviced from a day-to-day point of view? Does that fit your personal budget or your household budget? Would it be about being realistic in the whole process? Yeah, I think a lot of people might go on to, say, a bank's website for per se and look at that calculator and that spits out, say, oh, yes, I can service X amount of money. But when we come to actually delving through and doing the whole financial process, it's actually quite different. Um, so it is about being realistic in terms of what you can actually afford to pay Um and with the repayments, and obviously at the moment the interest rates are on the rise, so that is a big factor as well, um, depending on the – if you have a less than 20% deposit, you get the additional LEM, the low equity margin, added onto it, and that could anywhere be between, depending on what bank, 0.25 or up to 0.75, so that, again, can affect, and a lot of people probably won't be aware of that. Um And that's where yeah. deposit-wise, like you said, deposit can come in from family or a gift – um, as well if, if you've got the ability to do yeah. so. So probably what I'm hearing, um, Lisa, is to, before you even start to get your hopes up and looking on Trade Me and engaging with real estate agents to look at the property that you want to purchase, is engage with someone like yourself, find out and get a pre-approval what your max purchase price will be, what you can do with or without your deposit, with or without your KiwiSaver, all these type of things, Um before you go to look to market because probably what uh, and you jump in here but what I see and hear all the time is that people look for a property first and then they go try source the finance they can't get what they need and all of a sudden their hopes are let down of what, what they've been looking at yeah totally you need to get your pre-approval in place first um, like I always yeah. see on like Facebook chat groups, people are asking, "Oh, hey, how come I, how um, much can I borrow? This is my position." Um, but a, there's a lot more things behind the scenes. And if you're already engaging on a social media platform like that, then to me that says, "Hey, you're actually ready to kind of engage with someone like myself." So why not? Why not just go directly mm-hmm. to an advisor and start that process to see where you're at? Yeah. And if you're not quite ready now, then I can help you work out a plan to get you there, whether it would be extra amount of savings that you might need or different avenues or, you know, knowing that you might be getting a bonus or an increase in the next coming coming months. That could be when we look to apply then. Um, the other thing as well is yep. first home grants. A lot of people might not be aware of first home grants, but again, that comes down to the purchase price and the location that you're buying in. As long as you've been a member and contributing to KiwiSaver for a total of three years, minimum of three years, um, then you're eligible. Well, then you may be eligible depending on your price cap. For one, for a single person, it's ninety five thousand per year. Um, so you may also be eligible eligible for up to you know five to ten grand, depending on if you buy existing or new. So that's another factor for deposit as well mm. that could help. 
there are so many moving parts to buying a house. It's really key to engage with a professional like Lisa. She can guide you through that process. She can connect you with professionals that may need to help out, give guidance, give advice, um, and when the time comes, um, can help you pull trigger on the asset that you want to buy. Yeah, I'm all here for it. Hopefully you enjoyed the podcast today. For more info on this podcast and a heap more, check us out on Beyond the Field on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And hit the subscribe button. Take the reins of your future and feel empowered with Beyond the Field. Beyond the Field.